Hi, and welcome to the Behind the Inspiration Podcast. I am your host, Ken Waller. And first of all, I just want to wish everybody a happy new year and uh, how excited I am to uh, have this to be my first show of the year. And, you know, uh, you know, we look around, we think about how fortunate uh, some of us are, and we also think about how unfortunate some people are. So we just want to maintain a certain level of what uh, Behind the Inspiration Podcast is all about. Uh, and it is about encouraging, motivating, and inspire people to do different things uh, in, in, in their lives. And, on, and also understand that there are people out here with inspiring stories that we don't get to hear all you know, all the time or on a regular basis, I should say. So without a, without further ado, I just want to introduce, uh, you know, a special guest today. You know, I followed this brother. I had no idea who he really was. Uh, come to find out, I learned a lot about him just in that short period of time. And he was gracious enough to join the Behind the Inspiration podcast as my first guest for the year. So without further ado, again, I just want to introduce Mr. Calvin Harris. And I'm going to give you a little bit about Mr. Harris, but of course, he can give you way more than I can give you. And I'm very excited about his career. I'm very excited about some of the things that he's doing. But let me give you a little history. Mr. Calvin Harris actually is a senior vice president of the National Urban League based out of New York City. Uh, he's been in uh, this uh, financial uh, business. He's a certified public accountant, and he's been in, in that particular area for over 25 years, which I think is a, a, a feat for itself. And in that 25 years, he's actually worked for level C, C level. He has C level experience with a lot of different organizations. Uh, again, he went to uh, Morehouse uh, College, which some of you guys may be familiar with, the Morehouse College. And also, too, you know, he served in a lot of different capacities. And I tell you, it's just this, this brother's like uh, so impactful. And again, you may not heard a lot about him, but but you will trust me and believe. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce again, Mr. Calvin Harris, Jr., because I'm Kenneth Waller, Jr. So uh, we have that in common as well. So Mr. Calvin Harris, again, welcome to the Mahani Inspiration Podcast Show, sir. I am so pleased to have you with us. Well, th thank you so much, Ken. It's, it's really great to be here. So I, I appreciate you, you know, taking the time to, to talk with me today. Glad to be here. Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, you know, uh, I always uh, I, I dive into uh, um, a lot of my podcasts based on the fact that, you know, we always say ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And, you know, uh, that's the reason I believe that I, I, I kind of reached out to you because I said, hey, you know, this brother's doing some impactful things in his career, but he's also doing some things that I think are important to, to let people know that inspiration is just what it is. We have to inspire people to do to do other things. So if, if, if you would, Calvin, if you can touch on a little more of the things that you're involved with. Sure. Uh, gosh, where to start? So, uh, you know, as you mentioned, I'm here in New York. Uh, working as a senior vice president, uh, chief financial officer uh, for the National Urban League. And I've been up here for a little over two and a half years. Uh, June of this year, July of this year will make uh, three years. Uh, but I, I'm a Marylander uh, through and through. Lived uh, just outside of Washington, D.C., worked in Baltimore, worked in both more, both Baltimore and Washington areas. Uh, so until coming up here, uh, I've always lived in Maryland, except for uh, my years down in, in, in Atlanta at Morehouse College. So uh, coming over here was a big step for me, but uh, working for this organization has been, been around since 1910. Uh, it was just an opportunity that was, was too hard 
uh, too hard to pass up on. Uh, and I did have to correct one thing in your bio, um, okay. in the bio, and I know I gave it to you, uh, but I, I, did, I realized as you were saying it, you know, it's, it's uh, 2022. So this will make 30 years of me being uh, in, in, the, uh, in the accounting profession. So the years have flown by. Uh, <laughs> years yes. have really flown by, but uh, but yeah, I, I happen to be one of those people who was fortunate enough to realize pretty early on uh, what they want to do, what they were meant to do, and it's all pivoted from there. I, I knew I wanted to be an accountant uh, back in high school. I, I took bookkeeping classes in high school. My mother, my late mother, uh, was a, a business math and, and bookkeeping high school teacher, so, so early on. I knew this was was the right fit for me. So everything I've done since then obviously goes back to the the uh, <laughs> the the inspiration from my my parents and people back in high school. So it's uh, you never could have told a, a 15 year old me that I'd be be here at this point. So yeah, and you know that's blessed. interesting, Calvin. You know it, it, it's really interesting uh, because I'm looking now at the uh, evolution, yeah. if you will, of what you've done yeah. in your career. Yeah. And you know that yeah. was going to be. Uh, my, my, my next point, you know, to have such an extensive background, um, yeah. you know, an extensive career, a very successful career, um, you know, what I always ask this question to my guests, so it's not anything like random, but what inspired you? You know, you mentioned a little bit about your mother being a mathematician and she actually taught math. And, you know, sometimes when you get that, you can't run away. But really, what was, what inspired you to be a, become a CPA and especially for some of the higher end financial institutions? Yeah. So what inspired yeah. you to do that? Yeah, you know, it's, it's not any one thing. Um, and it'll be in a lot of things. My um, I was good in math. My, my father was a, a math major, did math. My mother not, uh, you know, taught, you know, business math. So, you know, so certainly some of that might've, might've been in the blood, but I, you know, the CPA part sticks out as much as anything, because, um, you know, this year, I'm sorry, last year, uh, 2021 was the hundredth anniversary of the very first black CPA. Mm -hmm. Um, so th there aren't that many of us, we're still less than 1% of all CPAs. It's a, it's a, woefully uh, low number, despite a lot of great efforts by a lot of organizations, including a few organizations I, I remain uh, involved in. Uh, but I remember one job I had, when my first job as a teenager was working at a, at a drugstore uh, pharmacy, you know, sort of, sort of location. And I did cashier work and, you know, clean floors too. <laughs> did, did a little bit of everything. But I remember one of the pharmacists, uh, and I, I wish I could remember his name. I'd probably have to thank him. I, I remember telling him, he was asking me once, he was, you know, older gentleman asking a high school, hey, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I think I'm going to be an accountant. And he, I remember him saying, well, are you going to become a CPA? And it really wasn't much of a question <laughs> that, that he asked me, as much as a, a statement. And I was like, well, I don't really know. He said, well, if you're going to do it, you, you need at least to uh, aspire to the, to the highest levels. Uh, so um, that was always in my head, that if I was going to do something, I'm going to do it at, at the highest level you know, possible um, and, and then go from there. So it, it was you know, a combination of parents, pharmacy, you know, a lot of exceptional teachers, including some who unfortunately passed away. Uh, so you know, there, there are a lot of things and a lot of people um, along the way who have uh, inspired me to, to, to get where I am. And, you know, I, I often think that, you know, when, when, you, when you think about how you end up at a certain place, it, and, and I, 
and we'll, we'll say career, but I don't think this only applies to career. I think it applies to our lives broadly okay. in terms of what, you know, whether you, you get somewhere through hard, hard work or, or, you know, whatever you want to call it, luck, mm-hmm. you know, grace, blessings, you know, any of the above. And I always think it's a combination of both. I don't, I don't think anybody really gets to any place of, of, of success, however you want to define success without a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, let there be no doubt. I've worked very, very hard for for what what i have but i'm also not naive or 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 arrogant enough to think that i did it all alone there are a lot of people that have done a lot of things for me many of whom i'm sure i'll never know about there are a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of blessings that have come my way to where i can't explain why i have this opportunity versus another person um and in some cases just dumb luck <laughs> that i j- just happened to, to be in in those situations i always think it's a combination of of, of both um, you, you'll, you'll never hear me say, I just pulled myself up in my bootstraps because I don't believe that. I don't believe such a thing exists. I think yeah. you do have to work hard, Absolutely. but the, I, I can think back and I know I'm going way beyond the question you asked, but okay. you know, that, you know, during part of when, uh, you know, I went to college, went to Morehouse four years, but they weren't four consecutive years, you know, and you know, there's no harm in however long it takes you to get to college. All, the only thing is just to complete. Um, but I had to take a year off between my freshman and sophomore year, uh, because during that time, uh, my family was struggling financially mm-hmm. um, and was homeless for, for a bit, uh, period of that time. Uh, spent about three or four months uh, in shelters and hotels um, when I was 19. So I, I literally went over a 24 hour period from a dorm room at Morehouse to a homeless shelter <laughs> in, in a 24 hour period. I can, I can chuckle about it now. Obviously it wasn't yeah. funny at the time. Uh, but in many ways that year, 1989, never forget the year, uh, 88, 89, one of the most impactful years of my life because I learned so much. Uh, I learned about how important it is to not take your opportunities for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that you can be in a wonderful situation and immediately have it all disappear. Uh, I also learned how important it is to just have uh, strength. There were things that my parents did over the course of that year that were, you know, go beyond, uh, mm-hmm. go beyond of, of, you know, making sure the family stayed together. And, and perhaps the most important thing I learned, because I, I spent that year working for a moving company, uh, moving furniture here and there. Um, I learned that you, you, you never are truly defined by the job you do. You get to define who you who you are, but I saw a lot of folks. It was all all guys. Uh, that, no, actually, it was, <clears throat> they were both uh, men and men and women doing uh, moving furniture. Mostly men, though. Uh, but I saw I, I ran across a lot of people who I knew were just as smart, if not smarter, than me, and they couldn't go to college. Whether it was they just didn't have the money. Uh, in one or two cases, uh, someone started a family very early as a teenager, and they were working to support their family. Um, in some cases, they just, you know, just couldn't figure out the, the right path. So I was only out of school for one year. Uh, but, you know, to this day, you know, we're talking about, gosh, you know, more 30, you know, more than 30 years ago. Uh, I still remember those, those those folks I worked with knowing that, you know, I got a chance to go back to college and many of them just never had that opportunity. So, um, you know, I, th- I think you can never really forget the, the opportunities that come your way. Mm-hmm. Hey, Calvin, if, you, if, if we can, we're going to need to take a little break right here. And when sure. I come back, if you please can continue that, that, that conversation, because it's very important, because I think a lot of people aren't seeing 
or or can understand exactly what you're saying you know the career yeah. versus the blessings and things of that nature yeah. so you know again uh we're, we're actually uh we're going to roll right into that and i appreciate it so you're you're actually watching the behind the inspiration podcast show my name is ken waller and we're with mr calvin harris the chief financial officer for the national urban league we'll be right back hey and we're back with the uh, behind the inspiration podcast show and our guest today, again, is Mr. Uh, Calvin Harris, the uh, Chief Financial Officer for the National Urban League based in uh, New York City. So uh, before we took our break, uh, you know, uh, Calvin was basically expounding on the uh, uh, opportunities that he had and the fortunate opportunities that he had. And uh, we just want to uh, follow up again to, uh, to pretty much try to dive into that a little bit more before, I go on, before we go on with our next question. So again, uh, Mr. Calvin Harris, thanks for sticking around. And uh, Absolutely. you got it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, no, I, I, and again, thank you for, for letting me expound on this a bit. You know, I, 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 I do admittedly feel kind of strongly uh, about the thought that, you know, no one ever does anything alone without a bit of, you know, blessings. Let's stick with that word, because okay? it's a nice, yeah. it's a nice one to stick with. You and know, luck sounds one, a little that's too That's what arbitrary. I go with. You know, I, there's no <laughs> okay, problem saying blessings perfect, around here, perfect. sir. We, we could take absolutely. it out. I'll take all right. that all day. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, I, you know, I, I think that those, those blessings are important to move things forward. Uh, and But it's also so important to make sure that when they come, that we don't just sit back and think that everything, that we don't have to still work on, on our own end. I mean, we can think of all sorts of stories, whether it's a, a person that wins the, the, the big prize in a lottery, yet ends up broke later, or, 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 or someone who you know, had something handed to them and they figure, they realize, they think they don't have to work for it anymore. You know, that there is, there is a price that has to be paid for those for those blessings. You still have to do your part. So I try to make sure that I do my part. In some cases, I may do more than my part, but but there, but I, I'm I'm well aware uh, whether it's I remember those guys I work with at the moving company or other places that or other people I've met over time or had the opportunity to interact with. I am I am absolutely clear headed in knowing that I'm very blessed to be where I am right now. And you know, it's funny. It's funny you would would mention that uh, to uh, Calvin. Is that you know, there's a lot of us. I, I hate to use that term a lot. There's quite a few of us who actually doesn't you know realize uh, the impact of their blessing, and the blessings that we have are really to bring us up to a level that we can inspire other people. Uh, you can't just keep all of this. You just can't keep all of the gifts that you've been given, the opportunities that you've been given, you know, even to a point uh, like you mentioned about being homeless and uh, the, the, the actual road that you've taken to be successful. Um, some of the some of those things are really built. I said that they're building blocks. And by them being right. building blocks, we have to remember that if we're building anything, a lot of times we don't build that thing on our own. So it's important to reach back, try to encourage someone to try to get to the same uh, areas or uh, go past where you currently are. So That's I appreciate you saying that in regards to some yeah. of the guys that you work with may have not gotten the opportunities, but uh, you know, that takes me right into uh, my, my, my next question, you know, sure. um, outside of the financial uh, world, which you've been very yeah. successful. I, I, I see here that you were voted one of the top, uh, CPAs 
uh, in the country, I believe, uh, out of the uh, uh, a magazine, I believe, in, in Baltimore, the accounting magazine, I believe, in Baltimore. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but that says a lot about you, and it says a lot about, you know, your, your, your career, and not just your career, but it says about how you worked hard enough to become that person. So, yeah, thank you. In that, in that, in knowing that that's just a small part, it's big, but it's just a small part of right. who you are. Right. And I, and right. I, I want to, I want to touch on a little part of that because that was um, something that initially I, I, I started following you with was your career side. But right. there's another side of you. That also right. Right. That, that also captured my attention because right. of the nature of you know all that transpired in your life. Yeah. And if yeah. you will, if you will, could you please touch on some of the other things that you do and that you're involved with outside sure. of your uh, 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 CPA profession? Sure. Yeah. No. No. No problem. Yeah. No. I think I think it's important to always mention those kind of things because. Mm -hmm. You know, I, ideally, we're all whole people, you know, the, and the, that we're bringing our, I don't like saying the phrase authentic selves, but I, well, I just said it, but, but we're bringing our full selves in everything we do. Uh, admittedly, part of the reason I, I work at National Urban League and have spent a bunch of my career in uh, non-for-profit uh, foundation, higher education, is that when you, in, in these sort of places, I get to know that I'm doing good. So it's, it's a wonderful feeling Age. knowing that you, yeah, you can see that, the game, that, you see the you know, you, 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 there, there are literally things that happen every day in my role to where I know that, hey, I know that we actually help someone directly. So that's just one of the feelings. Now, uh, the, the other thing that that's worth mentioning is I, I have a, a, a rare disease called uh, sarcoidosis. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard to spell, but I, you know, S-A-R-C-O-I-D-O-S-I-S. I've had it so long, I can spell it that quickly. <laughs> but I, I was diagnosed back in 2014, uh, I, I, I believe. And you know, for those who aren't aware, it's 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 um, still considered rare. But uh, you know, the, I've seen the wonders of the, the internet makes information a lot more easy to, to receive. It's uh, an inflammatory disease. Essentially, um, in many ways, your body is turning against itself, and 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 it thinks that there's a part of your cells that are are problematic and it creates its inflammation. Inflammation is part of what helps our body heal in some cases. But when inflammation happens where there's no <laughs> no actual sickness, then you have a have a you know have problems that can occur. It's most commonly it can actually affect any organ, any organ of the body. Uh, and you have to remember that the skin is also an organ. That's why I've got I've got it in my skin. I've got it in my lungs, uh, my eyes slightly, very 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 slightly in my eyes. And those are my, and, oh, and my lymph nodes, um, you know, so for some folks, they unfortunately have it in their heart. As you can imagine, that's not very good. It, it can be be fatal. Uh, some have it in their brain, some have it in their, uh, you know, uh, neuro, neurological issues. So it can create all sorts of issues. Um, in, 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 a, in a pandemic time like now, I, I fall very easily into the high risk, uh, high risk sort of circumstances. To where you know the you know COVID, irrespective of variant, uh, can can affect the lungs. And and unfortunately, there have been a few articles about it. But unfortunately, so much uh, strange information; it's hard to know for sure. But but there's also a a potential that even when a person's been vaccinated, I've received three shots, 
that people with my condition, and this also applies to uh, transplant individuals, unfortunately, sometimes. Which, which, that which, you which, I, which I am, by the way, which, Kevin, I, which, when you were yes, saying all the things that you were talking about, yeah. about as far as being careful and things of that nature, yeah. uh, I've, yeah. I, I too fall into that line where yeah. uh, we have to be extra, extra careful yeah, about you know, where absolutely. we go. It's, like you said, absolutely. especially in a time like COVID. So, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I always apologize yeah, out front when people say, hey, would you come to this party or can you go do this? Yeah. I really can't. I would love yeah. to be here, yeah, yeah, but be you just can't, you know. Yeah. So I'm it's, sorry. You have to but, be careful. But, but, but Kevin, we're going to take a, a quick break again because we're up against sure. a hard yes. break. And uh, yeah. again, when we come back to the Behind the Inspiration podcast. We're going to hear a little more about uh, Calvin and his uh, winning situation with sarcoidosis yeah. and how he yes. can help others okay so you're you're looking and you're listening to the behind the inspiration podcast and we'll be right back thank you and we're back joining us again on the behind the inspiration podcast is mr calvin harris and before we went to break uh mr harris is basically uh talking about the importance in um and the, I don't like to use the term disease, but we all, you know, have to go with the quote unquote uh, yeah. way that they talk about it, the disease of yeah. sarcoidosis. Uh, again, yeah. you probably can't spell it. And I know I can't, but he can. And he can expound on a little bit more about uh, the disease and um, some of the things and the breakthroughs, I, I would assume, that are that are occurring, you know, as we speak. So, uh, Calvin, again, I'm sorry. Thanks a lot again. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, for, for, for sarcoidosis, there are a number of organizations that uh, support it. Uh, the Foundation for Sarcoidosis Research is, is one of the more prominent ones. Uh, and, and also an organization, at least on the, 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 the communication side, uh, a website called Sarcoidosis News. Uh, com. Uh, it's from the company uh, Bio News Services. I'm uh, I'm one of their columnists uh, for them. I, I write a column twice a month. Um, actually, at, at, at the time we're recording, my latest uh, column just posted uh, today. Uh, so you, if you go to sarcoidosisnews.com and you, you'll, you'll see my column appear there. I've been writing there, uh, gosh, since the, since the start of fall 2021. So it's, it's a really great opportunity. And it, they, they let me write about whatever I want. Uh, invariably, I talk about uh, sarcoidosis and living with it uh, and how you can make it through. Um, but what I also learned is that you know, with my disease, with my condition, I actually use condition and disease simultaneously. Thank you. Mm -hmm. with, with my condition, I found that it's so important <clears throat> to have a, a support system of all types. I've actually written about this in one of my columns and, you know, having people you can you can rely upon. I'm very fortunate. You know, go back to that whole thing on blessings. I'm very blessed that I have a doctor I work with at Johns Hopkins in, in Baltimore. Johns Hopkins, world-renowned uh, hospital. Um, they have a clinic specifically devoted to my condition. And they have only two doctors in that, uh, in the, for, as no, for as big as they are. And one of them is my, my doctor, uh, a doctor there. So even though I've moved to New York, I mentioned earlier, I'm, you know, from Maryland, I still go down to, to Baltimore every free few months to, to, to chat with her. And I will say technology makes it easy to, you know, can, can send emails. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of the fortunate ones to where I've got access to, you know, the absolute best in the world, uh, care 
for for my condition. Uh, so with that, I'm able I I to, to borrow my doctor's words, I end up being a a, a more highly functional uh, patient. <laughs> uh, so I, I admittedly have 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 tried things and attempted things that uh, you, you're supposedly not supposed to be able to do uh, with with sarcoidosis. And if you could, I want to, I want to, I want to break in there on that because initially when I found out about your condition, one of the first things I saw was you running a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also found out that you're, you're, you're a Peloton rider. So if if you could touch on exactly, I just want, if you could roll into uh, uh, what you mentioned about taking it to the next level. Yeah, even yeah. if you have that condition. So yeah, I, I, I guess absolutely. I guess that will almost be my third question is yeah. what could you tell someone who thinks the chips are down and thinking yeah. that you can't do anything about your condition? What would yeah. you tell someone to encourage them? Yeah. Like you're encouraging others, of course, just by yeah. watching you, but the people that don't know Thank you, you yeah. what could you tell yeah. them? Yeah, I, I would say to to borrow from the very title of my column. To, to, to run your own race. Uh, that, that's, the, that's the title I came up with for the column because that, that, that phrase, and I'm, I'm not sure who I borrowed it from, but it speaks to me a lot, is that it, it, so, too, so often, you know, many of us, I'm certainly guilty of this, uh, fall into the trap of comparing ourselves to others. Yes. You know, this person has that, this person's yes, done that, that never be me. And, you know, especially in a world where we've got uh, social media, a, a lot of times what you see on the screen is not what real life is. <clears throat> to, you know, sometimes some, sometimes they have filters up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have filters up and you don't really know what you're looking at until you take the filter away. It's not easy. So I say run your own race. So for me, I've done, I haven't done a marathon yet, but I am training for one. I, I have a marathon 26.2 miles mm-hmm. in April. That's but uh, la- that's the full one. Last year, I did two half marathons. And the year before that, I did one and a half mar- marathon. I've done done three um but i also have bad lungs there's <laughs> no other way that, around that's the encouraging so, piece yeah you know? so that's for motivation me I, sometimes i run slowly sometimes i run very slowly but i try very hard not to stop you know if i can't if i can't run i'm going to jog if i can't jog i'm going to walk if i walk i can't yes, crawl yes, but sir. one way or another i'm going to find the way to keep moving mm-hmm. and much to my surprise I, you know just, uh, i remember when i first told my doctor at, at hopkins that i was planning on running a, a marathon she had this look on her face of like no you're not su- mm-hmm. supposed to do that but but thanks to her she didn't say no she didn't say i couldn't do it her mm-hmm. phrase her words i still remember were very simple calvin just listen to your lungs you know mm-hmm. i i listened to my body i did what i could do I was very surprised I could do it. You know, sometime later today, I'm supposed to go run four miles uh, as a training run. That's about as, as short a run as I'm going to be able to do for training for the, for the marathon. Um, but much to my surprise, even though I'm not, you know, I'm not the fastest person out there. I mean, I'm, I'm 52 years old with bad lungs. How fast am I, how fast am I going to be? But, but, I, but I'm able to run my race, maybe to do what I can. And that's okay. So what I would say to anybody, if you're struggling with someone, and I realize my version of sarcoidosis may not be as bad as others or may be worse than some mm-hmm. others, um, that's fine. It doesn't even matter. You know, do what you can mm-hmm. and, you know, move, you know, go at your own pace, run your own race, whether it's whether we're talking about exercise or any other part of our lives. 
one of the worst traps we can fall into. And I'm guilty. So I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not you know, as guilty of this as anyone else. It's comparing ourselves to others. And sometimes others is our, is our own selves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, I, I have certainly been guilty of thinking of what I was able to do uh, when I was younger or the things that I had when I was younger. And that can sometimes be helpful to look back, you know, to, re- to assess where we are, to reassess, to be thankful for where we are. But ultimately, we can only move in one direction, and, and that's forward. You know, we can, we, we can look at the past. We can remember the past. We can be thankful for the past. We can be regretful for the past. But ultimately, we can't go back there. We can only move, we can only move forward. So, you know, what I would say to anyone, and then, you know, maybe you don't exercise. Maybe it's too tough, but maybe you just move a little bit, you know, or, or if it comes down to, to a career change or, or a job change or trying to do something you've always wanted to do, just give it a shot. You know, if, if you, if you fail, then maybe you fail. You know, I, I, for, for three years, four years, I, I actually consulted, um, did consulting work. Um, I won't call it a failure, but I was certainly not as successful as I would like to have, have been, but I learned a lot from that period, even though that period was very, very bleak, very, very dark because of so many other things that were going on. Um, but all I tried to do was just keep moving forward. So that's you know, sometimes that's the best thing we can do. And you, and you know, so interesting, Calvin, that you would, you would mention that is, um, you know, I, you know, again, this show is, is called the behind the inspiration podcast. And, uh, right. there's a lot of people that really don't know my full story. And I'm right. just going to touch on a part of what you said based on my own personal story mm-hmm. is that you can't sit around and just say, oh, it's just me. And you sit back to watch everything start to crumble around you. The most encouraging thing that I was able to do is uh, is is surround myself around people who believed in me, uh, believed in me sure. enough to push me. So uh, I, I, again, uh, everything that you're saying, you know, personal, I can personally, you know, attest to uh, based mm-hmm. on those things that you know we as collectively as people. It's, sure. it's all about the inspiration. You have to have a certain level of inspiration to move mm-hmm. through anything that you have. And you said, on, you said one thing that was pretty profound. Okay. Make the attempt. That's right. You, know? That's right. Uh, you don't have to be the fastest. You don't have to be the biggest. That's you right. don't have to be the strongest. But That's you right. have to make the attempt. And That's the right. attempt itself makes you a winner. So, That's Kevin, we're going to take true. this final break right here. And when I come back, I want to ask you, uh, you know, again, to, if you could uh, give us a good nugget to go out on, especially, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for people who may be suffering from a certain kind of illness or whatever. So again, we'll be right back. You're watching the Behind the Inspiration podcast show. My name is Ken Waller. I am your host with Mr. Calvin Harris. Thank you. Hey, we're back to the Behind the Inspiration podcast show with my guest, Mr. Calvin Harris. And Mr. Harris, before we took our break, uh, we were talking about the encouraging piece of being able to move past your current state. So, uh, you know, we're we're running against time. But if you could, if you could just touch on uh, the importance of of being in that space to try to, you know, just get through it and finish it and fight it. It's all about yeah. the fight, you know, and, and, and what you mentioned so in your in your column, your column, you know, said it all. Uh, 
So again, if you could, if you could take us out with an encouraging note to people that not necessarily may have psychosis, but they could be suffering from anything, depression or whatever, yeah. because the yeah. message is still the same. Oh, that's so true. The message is it's just the same. Yes, um, I, I would say two things, you know, first run your own race and, and then just keep moving. You know, the, the thing about any sort of discussion, include our discussion here, you know, we, we, we talk and, you know, I, I, I realize at this point in my life, many would consider me successful, which I, I appreciate and I find it very flattering. What I always remember were those tough times, you know, 1989 when my family was homeless and frankly, 2013 to 2014, when I was struggling severely financially, emotionally, um, and otherwise, um, when I was trying to cons consult. And there were some days where I just had to tell myself, just keep moving forward, you know, just keep trying. And, I, you know, I, I, I think about that on the good days and the bad days. I, I, I reflect each morning or reflect each, each, each night in terms of how things went. And if it's not a good day, hey, sometimes you have had bad days. You say, well, okay, well, we just put the day behind us. We'll move on to the next one. And I, I, it, it can sound so cliche to say, keep moving, but I got to say, that's what's worked for me more than anything else, is that when those bad days happen, and they will happen, they just move move on to the to the next one. But when you have those good days, uh, you know, I've, I've been accused of not getting excited enough for those, for those good moments. That's probably true to a bit. I, I end up being more, you know, even even keeled, you know, not too high, not too low. Uh, but but let there be no doubt on those good days, I'm very thankful for, for when they happen because I know about how, how rough it actually can be. So just keep moving forward. Great. Hey, you know, Calvin, I, I tell you, you know, um, if you would, if you would for me, and I really would appreciate it, when you run your marathon or after <laughs> right. you run your marathon, please yeah. come back on the show because I want to continue this conversation right. because this conversation okay. is so critical and is so impactful that we have to be able to continue this message. So again, you know, Kevin Harris, uh, I thank you for joining the uh, Behind the Inspiration podcast today. Uh, you've been an awesome guest, man, and you have a wonderful story. And uh, the story's just beginning, brother, and I know it is. So I just have thank a lot you. of faith in you, man, doing what you're doing. You're encouraging a lot of people and keep doing yeah. what you're doing. And again, yeah. you're welcome on this show whenever you like. So uh, then, right. you, know, you got a new friend in me. I most certainly thank be you. following you. I'll be in contact yeah. with you. I'll put your information out on uh, actually on my website, which is kwallerspeaks.com. And of course, if anyone would like to reach out to Mr. Calvin Harris, all of his information will be in the show notes, along with his bio, along with his bio. So again, folks, thank you very much for joining the Behind the Industry podcast. I am your host, Ken Waller. Peace and love.